Hey, welcome back to On Your Terms. I'm your host, Sam Vanderbilen. I'm an attorney turned entrepreneur, but today I'm talking with you all about the book writing process, or at least the book proposal writing process, because that's the only one I know about right now. So um, I hope that you're excited to talk about what writing a book proposal has been like and this process. I'm, I'm going to share the behind the scenes story and where we're at and all that kind of stuff. Um, I also decided that I called the little audible here, and I didn't even tell my team about this, but my dad, Norm, he passed away last May. And so I decided that for all of the episodes of all of May, I'm going to give you a little Norm tip at the beginning of every single episode, because my friends always love the tips that I tell them that my dad had. And I can give you a disclaimer ahead of time. Some of them, most of them probably will not be rocket science. Today's is definitely not. Um, but they're just like little things that my dad always said. So these are not things that like I'm saying are completely novel, incredible ideas. I'm just saying like my dad said this all the time. Um, and a lot of this stuff he said to me when I was little. So like I didn't know any better, you know. So hopefully you're OK with that. You can indulge me and listen to these um, for the month of May. I'll real quick start off every episode with a little norm tip. OK. So my first norm tip of the month, since it's May 1st today, as this episode comes out, Norman wants you to know, well, Norman wanted you to know a lot of things. He was a, he was a natural born teacher. He just like wanted to always tell everybody tips. So he really, really loved Trader Joe's. He loved grocery shopping in general. And he, we would always go to Trader Joe's, but he had this like whole system with Trader Joe's about how he would tell you that like, when you go to Trader Joe's, you got to dig around in the back for the best sell by dates because a lot of the stuff that they put in the front, which is typical in like any grocery store, but I don't know why he is right about this with like Trader Joe's. If you really dig, you can find way better sell by dates when you dig into the back. They usually put that stuff back there. And in the section where they have bread and stuff like that, those drawers, they all roll out, which I did not know until my dad told me that. But you can like roll those bread drawers out and the the new bread is always in the back. So do that. He would also want me to give you a bonus tip and tell you to park uphill whenever you go to Trader Joe's, like look to see where the parking lot slopes because it always slopes to like help with the rainwater. And you should park uphill so that the carts don't roll into your car because they have red carts and they leave really, really bad marks on your car. <laughs> so he was a car guy <laughs> and he raised me to be a car girl. So um, he would want you to know that. So dad, don't worry. I'm still digging around for all the best sell by dates. Um, him and I used to spend an inordinate amount of time looking through the pizza dough for the best date. Um, okay. So moving on, talking about books today, we're going to talk all about books and what's going on with mine. So I have always wanted to write a book. Maybe it's because I really love to read. I don't know. Like ever since I was a kid, I loved to read, but it just has always felt like a book or or like the idea of somebody writing a book. It felt so substantial. It felt so long lasting, probably more than anything, which maybe like the further I got into my business too, in, in like especially having an online business, it felt like such a nice contrast. Like the idea of a book felt like such a nice contrast to the the quickness and what sometimes feels like such a surface level like way of producing content. And, you know, the old lady in me, the old grandmother that's been stuck inside me since the day I was born, um, which sounds creepier than it is. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I've been frustrated over the years that like, I understand that everybody's attention span is getting shorter and shorter and shorter, but there's been this part of me that has really resisted that and has felt frustrated about it and has felt like, well, it shouldn't be that short, right? Like we should be able to enjoy it. And like, I don't know about you, but I like, I, I still watch like long form content. I enjoy it. I like podcasts. I listen to YouTube episodes. 
I also like reels and TikToks and things like that that are fun and entertaining. But to me, it's like they have their place. And there are many other times when I want to sit down and read or I want to sit down and watch a YouTube video of like my favorite creator or something like that. For me, they're always day in the life videos. I have a weird side obsession with day in the life videos. I don't know why. So um, that, I guess, it was like what really attracted me to like the idea of writing a book. And when I thought about writing a book for my business or like a business-related book, I I knew pretty early on from just like hearing from people in the industry and like hearing people talk about this kind of stuff. And my husband's a professor who writes books all the time, but like academic style books, that books for the most part are not money-making ventures. Uh, actually, speaking of Norm, uh, one of Norm my, Norm, my dad used to run a badminton class like for the town that he lived in. Um, up until COVID and up until like his cancer got pretty bad. And um, there's actually a famous author in his in his badminton class, Pam Jenoff, who was actually also a law professor at my law school where I went to law school. Um, and she is an incredible fiction author. author. She writes uh, historical fiction. If you like historical fiction, you should look Pam up. We can link to her. But she's like a really famous author. This is like nothing. I'm not telling you anything groundbreaking. Um, but you know, she, I remember having a conversation with her like really early on and being like, I want to write a book one day. And she was like, great, don't plan to make any money off of it. Like it took her a long time, you know, to get really popular with her book and like have her books do really well and all that kind of stuff. And she writes fiction, right? It's a different, different situation. I wanted to write nonfiction. So for me, like I thought of the book as being more of this like long form, long lasting content for my business, something that would be more like establishing for my business. I feel like it gives like a lot of legitimacy and it would be something that could like, you know, if you've listened to any of my content before, then you know, I'm really into like evergreen content, things that are consistently working for me and my business and pushing traffic and leads to my business over time versus creating a lot of like content that just has like one single purpose and kind of dies out and expires very quickly. So um, for me, I was thinking like, oh, a book is like a perfect way to do that, right? As long as I write about something that's not too like time sensitive or anything like that. So here's how kind of the whole process got started. It's it's a very funny, I think it's like a funny start given me and like that. I'm not very, I'm not, I'm not anti-woo. I'm just like not a woo person. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just like not drawn to it too much. Although I really like the moon. I, I just am like kind of agnostic, I guess. And that's what I would say. I don't, I seriously don't have like bad feelings about it. It's just that I'm not really, really into it either. But I had gone to a birth chart session uh, with Amy, who I can I can link to below, and because I had gotten connected to her through a friend, and I kind of was going into this birth chart like thing, thinking like I don't know if I believe in this, right? Like, but it actually turned out to be really cool. Like the more we met and when we talked, I was like, wow, she she really had some interesting insight, and you know, it was one of those things. I feel like everyone says this, but it was one of those things where she said stuff that I was just like, there's no way that she could know that. Like she, there's something higher going on here, right? It was really weird. And in that session, I had never mentioned to Amy that I wanted to write a book because it was still like very much something that was just in the back of my mind. It was not something I had ever talked about before. And so in that session, Amy was like, by the way, you're going to publish a book and it's going to be like a big deal. And, um, you know, she was like, and you're going to get 
a a big publisher. Like it's going to be it's going to be for your business and it's going to be about helping other people to like work through maybe they've gone through some hard stuff but you're going to inspire them and you're going to teach them at the same time and you know all of this kind of stuff. And she was like also I'm seeing this like really clearly in your chart that you're going to get like the process is going to be like really easy for you. Not easy in the sense that it's like not a lot of work, but you're not going to run up against a lot of like pushback. And I remember like as she was saying this, I was like, that would be nice, but that seems like a pipe dream, right? Like why would it work out easily? And she's like, well, you're going to, something's going to happen where it's going to like kind of naturally and organically unfold for you through a series of, of your network and your friends. And I was like, I don't know anybody who like knows anything about books or getting books published. And like, that just seems like such an insane idea to me. So you fast forward just a couple of weeks and I'm talking with Jen Racchiopi, who has her own book. She had just had her book published and we were talking about something related to it. And I was like, you know, I'd really love to write a book someday. And that was kind of the first time that I had voiced it to anybody. And she was like, you do. You have to contact Rochelle Fredson. She's the go-to person to get your book proposal. Like you got to write, write a book proposal and then she's going to get the book proposal into the right hands. And I was like, wait, what? Like who's Rochelle? Right. So I look up Rochelle and I contact Rochelle and I apply to get a consult with her, get the consult with Rochelle. And Rochelle decides to take me on as a private client to work with me to write a book proposal. So it was like, immediately I was like, oh, wow, that must have been what she meant, what Amy meant. Like this process just worked out really, really smoothly for me. Um, And Rochelle is just like the most wonderful person, let alone wonderful book coach and book proposal writing expert and all of the things. And she has, she has experience on like all sides of the market. And so it's really, really helpful to get her perspective, both from like marketing and the proposal and getting an agent and finding a publisher. And then like, yeah, all of the things. She's just fantastic, right? So I start working with Rochelle. We start the proposal process. So essentially, you know, Rochelle teaches you like, this is what a book proposal is and like the point of it. And in case you don't know, because I didn't know, you put together a book proposal, which is the document that then you send to agents to try to get them to take you on to then shop around. They take your proposal and shop the proposal around to publishers, right? I'm not explaining this in any expert way because I am not close to being an expert on this topic, but I'm just telling you kind of generally my understanding of how this all works. But you write the proposal and the proposal has all these different pieces in it. Like there's an overview of the book and there are chapter summaries of every single chapter. And then there are sample chapters of like two full chapters. Um, You do some market research. You do comparative analysis of what other titles are out there and like how your book's going to be different or the same all kinds of things. You do reader avatars. That was my favorite part. Uh, You get to write about like what the kind of common like buckets are of readers who will read your book. So there are all these different pieces. And so Rochelle kind of goes through methodically and teaches you like, at least for me, what we did was like one book proposal section at a time. And you don't necessarily go in order. So from what I remember, we started with chapter summaries. And so we did that. Um, and you know, we would work on like one section at a time and she doesn't write anything for you. She, she reviews and gives feedback and like coaches you on it. Right. Just like any good coach, she's not doing stuff for you or telling you what to do, but she's giving you support. Right. And giving you all her expertise. So we go through this process for the first several months. And during that time, I learn about an agent, a book agent named Wendy Sherman. And for some reason, I just remember when I found out about Wendy, I was like, I want Wendy Sherman to be my agent like one day. Right. 
But I also, at the same time, felt very intimidated and like I was a crazy person because I was like, well, Wendy represents like some really big deals. And I'm just like, clearly I'm not in that category. So like, she's not going to want me, but like Wendy Sherman is my dream person. Right. And it just became this like thing that was always in the back of my head. And as you know, you'll hear that this process took a long time. And as this time went on and I saw Wendy taking on other people in our industry, I was like, oh, I want to be with Wendy. Right. So you'll hear about that in a sec. So a few months into my writing uh, of the proposal, I'm not, you know, I'm not anywhere close to being done. We're just like working on the first several sections. I kind of quickly find out that we're making a big move, at least for me, from Philly to New York, to the North Shore of Long Island, where I live now. And it all happened like really, really fast. And at that time, the summer of 2021, um, the, the housing market was crazy. And so getting a house was like an Olympic sport which we, I guess, won in the sense that I got like the house of my dreams out here. And so that was a whole thing. And it just like really ate up a lot of my life. And at the same time, my dad was sick. My dad had leukemia and I was like having him at home in Philly, but then trying to figure out how to like, am I going to move him here? And like, okay, I'll just come back to Philly like constantly. So I was like running back to Philly constantly and then trying to start a new life up here. Um, and this was all still while the pandemic was kind of raging on still at that point. I was sort of on and off with my book proposal from like the summer of 2021 from that point all the way through to April 2022, just last spring. And during that time, my business was growing a ton, too. So like I was always joking with Rochelle, like I I can't work on my pro- like what does somebody do can't work on their proposal because their business is too busy. <laughs> like it was just like, a you know, it was a good thing, but it was it was annoying to me at the same time because I really, really wanted to get to the proposal because I love I, I just really loved this idea of writing a book and I really wanted to do it. So in April of 2022, just last year, I start working on it more hardcore. I'm like, all right, I'm back in. I'm like head down. I'm working on this. And I was literally working on it when my dad falls. He breaks his hip. His leukemia goes out of control and he passes away within a couple of days. And I, for lack of a better term, go into a dark hole from May till I don't know, let's say at least this fall of of 2022, right? And slowly but surely this past winter, like late 2022, starting at the beginning of 2023, I emerge a bit more and decide, you know, I I definitely had a shift in something. And this is like in general, not just with the book, but where I kind of either accepted or decided that my grief could coincide with doing a couple of things for me, like doing things that I really wanted to do. And the book was just a huge priority for me. It was something I really, really wanted to do. And I just had, it's like a drawer that you've been neglecting or a closet you've never cleaned out. I was just like, that's it. I am getting this done. Like I will get it done. And my goal was to not start 2023 without having it done. That didn't happen still, but I was like, I am still pressing on. I'm going to get this done. And I got it done in February, 2023. So I finally finished the book proposal. So basically the way that it works at the end when with Rochelle, at least is like when you're done with the book proposal, then she reads through the whole thing. And we barely had any little changes that we wanted to make, but we we did all that. We cleaned it up. I sent it to a designer to, to lightly design it because you don't like super duper design it, but some of the like the cover and stuff like that. We do all that. And then I start talking to Rochelle about agents, about who do we want to be my book agent? Who are we sending this book proposal to? So 
at least with the way that this process worked is that we only sent it to one agent at a time. We gave them like the right of first refusal. And so I told her, Wendy Sherman, Wendy Sherman is my number one. That's who I want to send it to. I mean, it's like applying to Harvard and see if you get rejected first and then like we'll go from there, you know. So I was hoping that it would work out, but I really wasn't sure. And it turns out it did work out. What do you know? Wendy Sherman is my book agent. <laughs> I literally for two years had this in the back of my mind was like, Wendy Sherman, Wendy Sherman, Wendy Sherman. And like, boom, Wendy Sherman. So Wendy looked at my proposal. Apparently she liked it a lot. And we set up a meeting and signed on and everything's all good. So it's now being shopped around to publishers. So when, you know, there are so many, like you can, I'll link to Rochelle's podcast below because Rochelle has a fantastic podcast and so many resources. Her podcast is called Bound and Determined. So I'll, I'll make sure you have a link to that below. But on Rochelle's podcast, she talks so much about like what the what the process is like and the different kinds of like books you can get published. And you can self-publish, you can hybrid, you can do traditional, like there's a million different kinds. And I don't even pretend to understand all of the differences. I do know that I've been very bullish about the fact that I wanted traditional publishing and I wanted to try at least to shoot for one of the big five publishers. That was my goal. So I want to like Penguin, Simon Schuster kind of deal, right? That's what I want. And, you know, you get some subsidiary, some like house of them. But that's that's what I really, really want to do. Whether or not I should actually be tied to the school, I'm not sure, but I just am. And that, you know, I'm a Scorpio. So at least I'm going to use that for my excuse right now is like, I am, I get my mindset on something and then I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And somehow we're going to make it happen. Right. So, you know, I might actually know a lot more by the time that you listen to this. Um, I might not. It'll still be early on in the process. I imagine we'll still be shopping it around. I will definitely keep you updated if you want me to keep you updated. Um, if you liked this episode, let me know because I would be happy to record an update. Like my thought was that I would record this about the book proposal process since that really is step one. Like if you want to write your book, that this is step one. I'm going to give you a couple tips in a second besides just going and listening to all of Rochelle's things. But I... I will be happy to like then do one about like what was it like to get and then get a publisher and then like what was it like to write the book and then what was it like to market the book like I'd be happy to update along the way but I wanted to know from you like do you want to hear about this do you like hearing about this do you want to write a book I was curious like if you want to write a book if that's something that you would want to do for your business I was thinking today actually while I was doing laundry in the middle of the afternoon um <laughs> which is I was like I want to like focus on the book. I want to focus on SEO and I want to focus on my email. Like I love certain parts of social media. I also love how I've built this business to be so like built on evergreen content that's searchable and people can find and it can put them to the right place in my business. And like that just seems like, I don't know, the slowness of that and the calmness of it really is very attractive to me. And so maybe that's something that speaks to me about a book. And I'm, I'm curious whether that you've thought about that. Um, my dad used to joke that I should print out all my emails and I could put them together in a book. He used to read all my emails I sent to my list because he loved, loved, loved my emails, but he also thought I was so much more like vulnerable with my writing and he thought it was beautiful, which I thought was really sweet. Um, and I'm hoping to make the book like that and keep this like personal touch. I don't want it to be like just a legal book. Um, so I'd love to hear from you. Well, for one, are you excited that I'm going to write a book? I hope so. I hope that you will read it one day. I hope it'll be in your hands. That's a dream for me. 
Um, I would love to hear if you're interested in writing a book, if it's something that you would want to do for your business, like where you see that fitting in for you. That's something that I would think of, like, why do you want to do this? You know, how is this going to help support your business? Um, And I wanted to give you a couple of tips because I think there were a couple of things that really helped me along the way um, that to getting like even to the book proposal writing process, which is an accomplishment in and of itself is like, it's a hefty document, you know? So it's like almost a hundred pages, I think. So, um, tip number one was that I would encourage you to focus on building a solid business foundation first, because I see how far this has gotten me in the process and how many doors this has opened for me. And I know that like the idea of writing a book was on my mind very, very early, but I look back now and I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't do it then. Cause I probably, for one, I would have faced like a lot of rejection, but also I wouldn't have really had the clarity of what I would want to do and why. So really having a solid business foundation where like, you know, you have a set of clients and you have a proven product and you really have like a method or a system of some sort that's unique. You have your voice. I think like knowing your voice is really important, knowing what makes you unique um, in your industry. Um, And then, you know, yes, having an audience and a following has been helpful. Although, you know, I would encourage you like to focus on what matters as well, like having a strong email list, having a strong relationship with your community. Like we'll see how much all of this pays off, right? I'm I'm just hearing about it on the front end. So I'll be able to tell you soon more of like, yeah, this was super helpful, but I can tell you that like, it certainly um, perked some eyebrows to be like, whoa, you have that many people on your email list. And like, that's really cool. Right. And we have that many customers and like that, that's really helpful. So focusing everything that you're doing in your business right now will help you ultimately to write a book. I, I guess that's what I want you to know. I would also encourage you, and I know like Rochelle is talks about this a lot and she'll have more resources for you about this, but like you, you also want to be really clear about why you're like, why a book, right? Like I was talking about how, like, I didn't go into it thinking that it was a money-making venture. I thought it would be more supportive to my business, more supplemental, but then like, how, how is it supplemental? And that helped me to be clear on like who I'm writing it for and why, what do I hope for them to get out of it? Cause it really should be beneficial just for them, not for, for me. Right. And focusing on this like unique angle and experience. And I think that's what came with time of having a business for, for several years by the time I entered into this process was like, I knew a bit more and I felt much more confident about what made me unique, which personally I would say is like breaking down complicated legal topics in a very simple way, but also the way that I kind of uniquely weave together legal tips and information with like business building advice for uh, the long term, like building a sustainable evergreen business, um, teaching you a, an alternative way to scale your business that's not like gross and yucky. Um, and so that I kind of knew over time, like, oh, this is why people keep coming back to me or this is why people build buy my legal templates or buy the ultimate bundle, but they stick around, and they read every single email that I write. So that really helped me to more confidently stand in that and say, to a publisher in a, in a book proposal, like, Hey, this is what, this is what people really like. This is why I'm writing it. Like, I know that this works already. And then my last tip is that I highly recommend working with a pro to draft a proposal. Um, if you can't work with Rochelle privately, then I definitely recommend going out and getting Rochelle's course, the book proposal blueprint, 
which I will link to down below. In that book, Proposal Blueprint, she literally is walking you through step-by-step the different parts of the proposal. So I would check that out. If I were you, I would get that if if you're at the stage where you're like ready to start putting pen to paper for a proposal. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of, those are my biggest tips. And like, I would also just say too, to find last but not least is that I have seen after working with Rochelle now for so long and like seeing so many of her other clients go on to get book deals, people have a very wide range of audience sizes. And so that was just something that like I had in my head for a long time was like, oh, you have to have this like huge audience. You have to have this huge audience. And that I have seen a lot of people go and get book deals who don't necessarily have the following that you might think um, you need to have. So I wouldn't let that stand in your way while also working on your business foundation. And Rochelle has a lot of resources around that. So I'll make sure that we we link to her below. Um, but like I said, let me know if you want to hear updates along the way. Let me know if you're excited because that'll help me to get through some of the rejection I might be facing right now or some of the imposter syndrome or anything else. But um, I would really appreciate hearing from you and just hearing um, what you think about all of this and, and what comes up for you about writing a book. Um, and I want to hear what your book's going to be about if you want to write it one day. So thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to chat with you later this week. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreelen.com slash podcast. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderreelen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderreelen and send me a DM to say hi. Hi.